Welcome to episode 225 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and I have a great panel this week. Uh, first off, Mr. Guy Searle's back on the show. How are you doing, Guy? Hey, Dave. Good to be here. I'm glad you're here. I always enjoy having you on the show. Uh, Jeff Gamet's also back. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great. Happy to see you. Happy to see you as well. And uh, last but certainly not least, Warren Sklar is here as well. How are you doing, Warren? Sound guy, the acoustically yeah. perfect Warren Scar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does have. He, he's. We were talking about his uh, his soundproof tiles and pre-show, so he's 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 ready to go for that. But I'm, put, uh, I'm in my Faraday box. Yeah, it, it'll 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 keep you quiet from uh, I'm protected all those things. So, um, so uh, got lots, enough stories to talk about this week. Some some news. Uh, some beta has been active this week. Uh, big release for iOS 16. Uh, we're going to hit some more iOS 16 stuff that we like. And, uh, well, there's all kinds of other stuff we got to talk about here. But uh, as we always do, let's start with the news this week. And uh, this has been kind of an interestingly hot topic this week. Uh, German Airlines uh, airline Lufthansa has not, was, was originally announced this week that they were banning air tags because it was causing problems with uh, communication because of the... Uh, the, the small little CR2032 battery hits in the little tag. But uh, but then they turned around and backpedaled and says, uh, we're not banning tags after all. Um, they they came back and said uh, they were worried about Bluetooth trackers that were uh, checking for luggage. And then they finally got guidance from the German aviation authorities and confirmed that air tags do not pose a safety risk in luggage because of their low battery and transmission power. Come on, guys. It's just a stupid, silly air tag. You should be able to just track your your your, your uh, luggage. Why not? Don't it you think was Jeff? never it's... about the radio signal or the uh, battery. Never. They were just trying to ban them. I think it blew it out of proportion because we everybody blew it out of proportion before clarification happened. I, I yeah. think it was probably a loss in translation kind of conversation. I don't think. Yeah, they, they, they were pretty explicit with their wording. They, I mean, again, they have people on te- different teams, and somebody you know who didn't know what an air tag was probably tried to explain it to somebody who made a decision of what it is, and was improper yeah. in their decision in their in their conversation. And the guy thought it was something that it wasn't. And I, I, think, I think you're being uh, far too generous. <laughs> yes. um, I, well, I would love yeah. it to be that. Yeah. I'm. If I were a betting man, I would put money on uh, Lufthansa is uh, so tired of the bad publicity that they're getting from uh, from their ability to lose luggage in massive amounts. And then it's their superpower. Yes, it is their superpower. And See, then I, I haven't I didn't hear. I mean, like I oh, heard this, is, this is an ongoing problem for Lufthansa. Dave Hamilton just said he flew him, said it was fine. I mean. Uh, oh, the, up I until mean, the up until the story, I'd never heard that Lufthansa had a bad reputation. Well, I mean, it's it's not like it's not like every single person that's going to fly on Lufthansa is going to have their luggage lost. It's just and, and to be fair, all anything are anything be the over loss at this point, they, they also in that way. And but well, we were talking well, how really. do you, how do you lose luggage at this day and age too, which is the crazy part. And then my last thing is, why would they care? Like we never really figured out why they would even care. If an air tag, oh no, we figured it out because we 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 kind of thought that maybe it would piss people off because they could call Lafonza and say, um, I mean, what are they Lafonza saying? We lost it, and then you call up and saying, Well, no, I know where it is. Okay, so what was happening was Lufthansa would lose luggage and then they would say, We know where it is, it's in this location, and we will have it to you by X date and time. And people would look at their air tags, and the air tags (laughs) would say that it's not in the same city, and in some cases, not even in the same country. And then Lufthansa would come back and say, Oh, no, 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 we've got it sorted out. This is where it is now. And it either hasn't moved or now it's in a completely different city or different country. Why would Lufthansa wouldn't do that? Lufthansa would say, In that case, they would say, This is a good thing. Uh, hey, this woman says she, hey, put it on hold. This woman said that her luggage is blah, blah, blah. Give a call over to that place and check. Uh, they, they have no business reason for monetary costs to not have that happen. It, it, it makes it them goes, look bad. Uh, it makes them look yeah, bad because really bad. they may, if they're making a decision to, like Jeff says, ignore the information that they're getting and, 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 
that's that's what Jeff's saying is basically. Yes, that's exactly up, what I'm saying. They uh, they chose they to though? ignore the information ignore? that their own customers were providing them to tell the customers that they had it under control and knew where their luggage was, even when they did not. Well, that's and, okay. uh, then this is not a, this is not a l- luggage thing anymore. This is just a terrible. PR. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Now you get it. This has never been about air tags or, or about uh, privacy, or excuse me, this has never been about airline safety right. and security. This has always been about Lufthansa trying to to uh, protect their public image. See, and, if I was American Airlines, I would come out and say, hey, you got your air tags in there. You make a commercial the, where somebody calls looking for the luggage and, you know, you know. Um, and you think it's somewhere else, you're you're working there and the person, the girl says, no, I know it's here and there. And it's like, oh, that's great. I mean, that's that, that's well, a selling if, point. You know, I don't know. Why, I don't know why if it would be American Airlines. It's not it. like it's not like Lufthansa has a huge presence of city to city air travel here in the United States. I just under, to understand American Airlines. There's no game for them. To, air, air Flug, that would be their big rival. I just don't there. see what they're gaining by nothing. By, by they're this. gaining nothing. I, I mean, other than they, they were trying to in their in their twisted logic, what they okay. thought they were gaining was taking control of the message and stopping people from calling them out for losing luggage. And all they did was create this big mess that they then tried to push off onto uh, onto the regulatory agencies, and the regulatory agencies were like, "Oh no!" And uh, and so now they're at the point where they've had to backpedal and say, "Okay, sorry, we just misunderstood, and it's all okay now." And stop there for a second. Air tags aren't the end all of you know they're not perfect either. So I mean. A lot right. of these people, right? So a lot of these people calling Lafonza saying, "Hey, no, no, I, hey, that it's in Michigan. I, I promise you, it's in Michigan." That might have been the last place that it got a, a ding, right? From from an air tag uh, communication. Yeah, it could be. But mm-hmm. but your luggage might be somewhere else. And Lafonza, who's on the phone, saying, "No, I know. I, I, it's in Bismarck. I know it's there. We scanned it. Blah blah blah." And Karen on right. the other lines yelling at them, saying, "No, I know it's in Michigan." And it's not. So, I mean, so that's a possibility. However, yeah. they have a long track record of that actually not being the case. And how many flights who? would they have to North who? Dakota? Who, who, how do you get that information? Yeah. How do you know LaFonza <laughs> has a bad track record of lying where the luggage is? Just so. do do a uh, Google search on LaFonza yeah. luggage and start reading the articles. Do that for any airline. Pick one out of your Sure. Ass. But in this case, it's Lufthansa that decided, ah, we've got a fix for the problem. And it turns out, no, they didn't. The real fix is I don't think it was, deal with your, with your luggage tracking group, I problem. Think, I think there was a language issue or communication issue. Yeah. I, I can't. I wish that. that. I, I would love to believe that. Are you saying they don't speak American? Um, okay. um, let's let's move on here. I think the American intern, <laughs> the American intern uh, tech guy, was trying to explain to the uh, uh, Swedish or whatever they are uh, executive what the hell the air tag is, and it didn't work. Swedish. <laughs> uh, here, all right. Bless Next story here. Uh, Apple Card cannot be used. Error oh, forcing Swedish. users to remove and re-add cards. Uh, if Apple Card had suddenly stopped working, you weren't alone. This occurred uh, yesterday as we record this. Uh, the system status page indicated there was an issue as a result of some Apple Card users receiving this card cannot be used error in the wallet app. Uh, said Apple said affected users should tap on remove card and then re-add the Apple Card to the wallet by tapping the plus sign in the right corner, choosing previous cards, and then it just re-adds it. They're unclear why this happened or it was a, was a widespread issue or not. Uh, and of course, Apple, as always, never shares any details when something like this happens. Um, you know, Apple Card's been around since 2019, so it's I can't believe it's been almost three years now since uh, I think Apple since did that, that was really to remind people they have an Apple Card and to use it. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, <laughs> they, they haven't. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. now Warren jumps yeah, onto the. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a nefarious yeah. act. So here, here we go. Yeah, look Apple is the best. Lufthansa is the best, and Apple is the devil, and we all know that. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. well, they're doomed. Apple is doomed. We act like we always say. So, just uh, obviously. Uh, some yeah. weird glitch that Can happens. Can I take this off the rails for a second, as if we've been on them? Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so Apple's fix for this, totally reasonable. Take the card out, put it back in, it resets, it's fine. But it brings up a problem that I cannot believe Apple has not addressed yet, which is if you have multiple credit cards on your Apple Watch and you want them in a specific order, you have to go in and figure out the order to, uh, to set each card as the default. Right. So that that moves to I've the top of the to, list. I've only had it set to default. I never, I mean, I, I never got that granular of needing to know what my second and third method of payment is in life. But um, my default card, I know if you add, add a card and bring it back, sometimes it will make the one you added back to default. And that's gotten me a few times where I pay for something on the wrong card. No, then don't put that card in there. Um, Stop putting your wife's credit card on yes, your iPhone. Yes, so that she can see what you buy because you keep well, having to explain yourself. So, <laughs> uh, next story: the okay. Apple Cash Card, uh, the Daily Cash Card, which I I find to be a nice thing to have, especially when you're getting your three percent cash back on your Apple Card and going right into that. Um, it can soon now go into a Goldman Sachs savings account. Uh, you'll be able to open up a, a new high yield savings account with no minimum or fees. Uh, and uh, Apple announces this uh, this week, as we record this, uh, that they're adding this new feature to allow this to happen. Uh, you do have to open a new savings account if you want to be able to do this. And uh, as of right now, it's only in the U.S. So for those of you listening outside the U.S., you're, as you know, you can't even get the Apple card. So I guess that's that they, you, you know well, that. They but. just have to take they just have to take a Lufthansa plane from Sweden <laughs> with carry on luggage. Um, <laughs> So, so it doesn't have a balance. Uh, it has no fees, and um, and uh, they do have a savings account. Actually, it's doing two point one five percent, which is actually pretty high compared oh, to okay. the savings. Okay, that was going to be my question. What's the? Yeah, because uh, you know these savings percentage. accounts usually are like a point oh eight, not whatever the hell they are. It's like under well, I mean, the well, percent. But uh, let's, let's not get into let's not get into inflation and and yeah, how that relates to savings accounts. Right, right. No, does anybody even use save? I mean. No, oh, I, 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 I have a savings account, but you don't have it to accrue. It's no, a, my God, no, no. no. It's it's yeah, more got like the, an emergency no. fund, it, it, right? It's, I've got the T-Mobile. The, I have T-Mobile money, and it, it, if you do ten transactions on your on your ATM card a month, you get four uh, percent of interest on yeah. on the balance. Yeah, it's I think if I put, do ten transactions a month on my on my uh, card, on that card, um, I get hit with fines. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So I I don't use my ATM. Oh no no. I'm oh. sorry. It's my debit card, not the ATM debit card. card. Debit yeah. card. D- it's, it's a it's a it's a Mastercard debit card. Yeah. Yeah. So, you mean, different thing. Different you mean thing. Fees, not fines, right? Fee, you get fees. Get yeah, okay. Oh, you said fines. I was like, fines. I you felt fees. Fines. I'm like, fees. So you're getting <laughs> you know, the, 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 the fines hey, that the Apple and door, Lufthansa put, say, on, put on you. Jeff, here's a $50 fine for using that. No, I'm sorry. Um, a couple stories from Microsoft uh, this week since uh, Microsoft uh, did have their big uh, Surface event, talked about their new, new computers, whoop-de-doo. Uh, uh, new Apple services are being rolled out on Windows 11 and in the, on the Xbox. Music is for Xbox is here now. Music and TV for Windows will come later. Uh, the, the, today, the Microsoft and Apple announced a number of uh, deeper integrations with Apple services, including on both Windows and P- PCs and Xbox. And uh, they're also going to have the iCloud photo library within the Windows 11 Photos app. You know, we're, we're, we have listeners, we have listeners who are using Windows. Yeah, I could tell you about uh, we, that. Uh, the yeah, uh, but uh, I think this is a good thing, and this is just showing that Apple is really wanting to get out into other markets i mean there's there's no so it's 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 mostly related to content services then content music services tv expanding on their services the services the stuff they make money on they're making money on so why not have it in microsoft i mean this is a this is a great idea and um but the icloud the icloud for for uh the photo library it's not for services i mean that's that's more for their that's more for their iOS, iPhone slash window user people who they know they have uh, because um, the iCloud photos for Windows has been the worst mm. junk since junk has been junk. It's horrible. Um, you know, Tell us what you, how you really feel. 
it yeah. was it's just and it's just terrible uh so you know is this thing that they're coming out that's going to be iCloud photos for I think it said Windows photos it's basically it's going to integrate with Windows photos they said um is that yeah. going to be like I mean you know back in the day right iPhoto was a selling point for a Mac and that was why people had you know Macs so right essentially at this point it only took how many years now we have iPhoto for Windows more or less because that's what this is going to be well, in Apple's defense, Lufthansa lost the suitcase with the code. <laughs> and they had, this is going to keep going here. Why didn't they put their air tag in there? Right? It flew in Bismarck. Because they're evil. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> you saw I, Justine is a... Off the rails. Yeah, she was. She she did a... She, she was at the Surface, surface event yeah. and did some videos on the Surface uh, devices, yeah. so... But yeah, there there was two there was two was two stories here. The Apple service is rolling, and then the uh, as we just talked about, uh, iPhone users will have uh, integration with iCloud with iCloud Photos on a, on a Windows PC, which they didn't have before. So, uh, so that's that's a good thing that they're going to actually integrate more directly because that, like you said, there was there was not a pleasant experience in the past, but. Uh, hey, they still have plenty of people out there who don't want to use a Mac and want to use a PC, and that's fine. Uh, that it's nice to have some nice integrations with uh, with Apple. Uh, again, Microsoft had the, actually their Microsoft Ignite uh, event this week. Um, that's for the, uh, the enterprise and developers, as well as uh, the Surface event this week as well. So, um, so there was there was a few announcements this week that uh, that affected us iPhone folks. Um, with uh, two weeks left in October, is Apple going to hold one more event in 2022? Apple does often hold an event in October to announce new iPads and Macs, but is there one coming this year? There's been a lot of speculation where the fact that it, it, um, you know, they did introduce the iPhone 14 and the Apple Watch Ultra at the event in September, but uh, there are several new Macs and iPads rumored to be coming out soon. Um, and are they going to have an event or are they going to be doing uh, uh, just a press release? I, I, I like to hear your take, Jeff. Why, why, why is Apple kind of being kind of wishy-washy? But we're already halfway through the month in October here. I, uh, I came up with a new theory or hypothesis on this uh, last night, today, so, somewhere in in the last uh, uh, revolution of our planet. Um, and it's that instead of doing a uh, a big media event like they did for the iPhone, they will um, uh, roll out the products with press releases and it will coincide with an event that I didn't realize Apple had people speaking at um, um, Jaws and, yes. and uh, Hair Force One are going to be uh, uh, at the Wall Street Journal event. Yep. That's I coming that. up in a I was include that. Uh, before the oh. end of the month, and uh, so I'm thinking that maybe they will be talking about the uh, the products at that event, and uh, and we'll just have press releases to go along with them. Yeah, so that that makes even more sense. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'll make sure I have the article in the show notes about uh, the Wall Street Journal event that's happening joanna stern is actually going to be interviewing both Jones yes and, uh, yes and, uh, that's right so uh that's going to be a good event because she's she's a great interviewer and uh um it's going to she's going to be asking them lots of questions it's, and I would, we would, they, the, the article actually did say that uh could they actually announce the when the ipad os 16 is finally going to release in mac event os and ventura since they were still waiting on that and you know we've had some new betas here we'll just talk about in a minute but um, so yeah, this is this kind of this is kind of strange. You know, I think last few. I mean, they they have in this other in this article on Mac uh, Mac uh, Mac World showing the different dates from the last uh, ten years, and it's all right around mid October. So mm-hmm. it's uh, strange. Uh, I, I still can't believe that the world's not on Ventura. It's been so. It just feels like it's already been out forever at this point, and. Well, speak for yourself since you're on. You're always on I mean, cutting edge. Up, well, is it really even cutting edge anymore? I mean, how long is it? <laughs> it's, it's 
It's going to be out of date by the time it's released. Pretty, yeah, exactly. At yeah. this point, it's going to be the WWDC again. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm guessing there'll probably be more iPads. I don't know what computers are coming. You know, I can't even imagine what is yeah. due. Pretty much. Everything. Well, I think that uh, there will be at least one more event, and whether it's in November or December, it's hard to say. But uh, I'm seeing probably uh, M2 MacBook Pros, right? Um, likely some kind of update, and that and that may be a soft release for the iMac. Uh, I I still don't see them making a bigger than the 24 inch iMac M series iMac. Uh, I think you. that's where we're going. I think we're going to be there for a while. The 14 and, and 16 inch pros that we have now, how can, I mean, well, they're still on M ones, which are fine I, chips. You know, still, you, you, I mean, if you the, have, the thing, if you still, have an yeah. M one, I mean, the thing is it's right now, it's the fastest chip out right now, as of right, right. now. Well, and you, you know, you know even, that the M two M two pros and, and M two maxes are, are on their way. If they haven't, if they're not already in prototype machines over in Cupertino, yeah. but if ain't nothing um, else changed, it'd be like such a weird thing for somebody to want to upgrade because of that. I don't know. It's people, up, people update for all kinds of reasons. Um, I just don't think and, it, that, that a, would be a, a newer processor. Press yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think if M2 MacBook Pros, I think would warrant an event. Uh, I don't think that uh, an M2 iMac would. I don't. I and I would also say that we're probably not going to see a new M series Mac Pro uh, in 2022, but we could see uh, an M2 series um, Mac Studio. I would love to see an M2 Mac Studio come out. And that could happen, I think, before the end of the year. Yeah, I would love. But to if get they a, release M two, if they release M two MacBook Pros, that's going to be part of an event. Yeah, your uh, your window for the event. Um, I want to narrow it down. Okay. Um, so if uh, if Apple does a November event, it has to be early early enough in the month so that products are shipping. By Thanksgiving, because that's when you kick off the holiday buying season, yeah. and uh, or or at least you can pre-order by then, and uh, and shipping in December. Yeah, so we're looking at about three weeks. But more so, I, I mean, if I they're think, going to have an event, I'm I'm thinking the buttoned iPad is going to be done. At this event, I think. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if it, the, the, I, I also think that the, the last of the lightning connectors will be will be gone as well. Yes, with, uh, I think. Well, I, well, the the, the iPhone 14 is going to stick with lightning connectors. I mean, they've already it, it's well, already out they already have and, and released. But any any new devices from here on end, I think the lightning connector is done. Yeah. Well, for the iPad, so they're saying the. the uh, iPads would have touched the last the, the, the entry level uh, iPad, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the ninth the gen 339, the three dollar, 339 version, yeah, 349 or whatever it is. Yeah, although you get one now for uh, uh, Amazon, well, they were selling it for 260. I saw it for 260. I'm like, oh. I don't need it. <laughs> 260, I don't need it. How many so did you buy? None because I don't need it. Uh, sure, you did. Where, where's the real Warren? What have you done yeah. with him? I, I don't know. The I'm wife looking, is watching. I got four. Well, I mean, I, I'm Sorry. still on. I'm still on the 2018 iPad That's Pro. I, I have one here. It's perfect. I'm still on my 2020 Mac, mm-hmm. uh, Mac Mini, the M1 Mac Mini. Yeah, Net, me too. The, I, yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing that it can't do. It's yeah. for me at least. So well, the last, the last major purchase I made, I'm, I bought a um, an M1 16 inch MacBook Pro one terabyte drive with 32 gigs of RAM and it's mostly collecting dust because that's kind of my travel machine. And it it kind of breaks my heart that the fastest computer I have in this house is one I hardly ever use. Mm, That's another story. Yeah. Uh, Next story here. Let's uh, move on. If you guys don't mind. Um, Netflix announced a basics with ads plans for $6 and 99 cents a month. 
they announced this uh, today as we record this uh, ad supported. Uh, it's been in the works for the last several months. It's a new basic with ads plan. And it's in the United States. It's $3 cheaper than the basic plan. So what it'll basically mean is it's going to have um, the basic ads will be alongside the basic standard and premium plans offering 720p uh, streaming video. And then uh, it it will also uh, have uh, four to five minutes of commercials per hour when they – There's uh, nothing bad with when, this. What, 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 they're, they're watching this. Also, Why? it's going to be – I also heard out. that it's, it's going to um, – uh, you're going to be like like limited series and th- like uh, if they have a uh, new re- new releases and a lot of stuff that th- that's exclusive uh, to to the premium service you're not going to be able to watch on here either. So, yeah. they're not affecting. Yeah. It's it's not like they're changing the existing plans. And if, you know, and you can't download the movies. So if like you want to take it on a trip, so you can't do that if you have the basic plan too. Mm-hmm. So if you want to if you want to do all that stuff, pay four dollars more. That, that, oh, yeah, this exactly. is an option I mean, for people who don't want to pay the eleven dollars, and that's what they get. Yeah, just like right. well, the people that don't want to pay the eleven dollars are, are leaving the platform. Is what they're doing. They're not. Right. It, they're not going to come. They're not going to come back and people. spend seven dollars a month yeah. to to watch exclusive content from Netflix yeah. with ads, and a lot of the exclusive content you won't be able to watch anyway. A lot of people will. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't mind ads and will pay less. I mean, okay, but those aren't yeah. going to be it, for the most That's, part. I don't think it's going to be new customers. It's going to be people dropping their more expensive Netflix plan for a cheaper Netflix plan. If they don't mind ads, for Netflix, then what's I the mean, po- no? It's not. If, if they would drop, they would they would lose them as a customer. They're gonna, so the their, people their that aren't that to aren't going to watch to one time. Less. One time. Go ahead, Warren. They're not. If somebody is thinking about dropping Netflix, and as you said, they drop down to the ad-supported plan because they want to pay less. Netflix says, "Cool, that client was about to leave, and now they're not, and we have seven dollars." I think most of the people that are thinking about dropping Netflix, it has nothing to do with ads. It just has to do with the fact that they're not watching Netflix content and right. offering that's, offering that's it for happening. a cheaper price where you can't see all the content and you have to watch ads isn't going to bring those people back and it's not going to retain that many people that are thinking about leaving anyway. Right. So for Netflix, it's an other option between a customer staying or leaving for that customer. And Hey, if, if, well, it doesn't turn, didn't cost them any money to flip a switch that said seven ninety nine for this. And, you know, basically what, you know, they're getting money from advertisers. So they're making money there, right? Cause they're playing ads. And basically if you're a Netflix customer, who might want to pay less and the ads don't bother you, you'll catch those people before they leave the you know, yeah. Netflix. And uh, the streaming wars continue. Let's, uh, let's and, go on to the next story again, here. We, we, we seem to think that Netflix is you know, a bad company first, but if they go away, you're going to be very unhappy. Uh, trust me. Because uh, I don't think there are lots of other choices. There's so many other choices. And Netflix yep. has um, here and there too. I mean, what speaking of choices, you have a uh, YouTube TV is now going to be supporting 5.1 surround sound. This was announced last month, but hadn't mm-hmm. got to the story. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned it. Um, the Apple TV has been updated to use the 5.1 audio support. Uh, and uh, it's compatible with the live DVR and, and on-demand content, uh, which is watched on YouTube TV. Um, the 5.0 audio uh, is going to also... Uh, Offer the surround sound has brand names included the Dolby Digital, Dolby Pro Logic, THX, and DTS. Uh, YouTube says that the content that supports 5.1 surround sound will play in the format automatically when it's when you use the YouTube app or a compatible device, which includes the Apple TV. So I think this is uh, good. Good to see. Uh, they they continue on on that. Anybody have any comments about that? Okay. Does anyone think the next- that the Apple TV has legs? Yes, it does. As a, oh, as, yeah. a, as a hardware, yeah, as hardware, yes. they wouldn't be discounted. They've been discounted. This been discounting like crazy. I mean, today I just saw that they were discounting the Apple TV uh, HD model for seventy nine ninety nine. That's maybe, the cheapest I've ever seen. Maybe October event time for something new. Yeah, maybe another press release that that, that a, a, a new line of well, uh, Apple TVs that, that could be really, aff- more affordable. I would you love know, them to do something really cool with the Apple TV. I really would. I, it's the most. As Dave knows, it doesn't even get the betas because I haven't, I don't check them um, to, to put the beta on it. And, right. you know, it's a shame because it's such a beautiful thing, but I, I'm just never in it. 
So, but I would love Apple to do something where I want to be in that, you know, other than watching content uh, because I can watch. Yeah. Content. Well, that and well, that's the biggest yeah. problem with, well, with I mean, the Apple well, TV. Right. That's the problem now because if, anything. If you have right Apple now, Arcade. Anything, there's nothing I could do on the Apple TV that I can't do on my smart TV. Once in a while, I think I had had to even go to <laughs> both Apple and uh, both my Apple TV and my smart TV. I was trying to play um, uh, an Apple show, uh, Apple TV Plus show, uh, the the space one. And we would try to play it and it would just skip and it would go back to the beginning and we couldn't get it to work on either one. I fired on up smart my Amazon. Hmm? Yeah. On smart TV, you said? Yeah. So on the smart TV and the Apple TV, it just wouldn't play this one episode and it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I fired up, a, I have a Fire TV stick, a 4K stick in TV, and I had the Apple TV app and that worked. And so, I mean, that just oh, goes weird. to show you that it, it's literally just, it's just a, it's just a, all these things that at this point are just the, a, a video player, uh, VL, like VLC, yeah. uh, you know, at, at this point. Yeah. Well, that's, that's part of the reason why I think that the Apple TV is not long for this world. That, right. But if they I think if Apple, like gaming, like, you know, God, if you could come They tried with, and it what didn't about work. VR, what about the VR in this thing now? So you get this VR, AR, you get the Apple TV in the middle of the TV and you're combining Images well, they haven't they haven't even released any hardware that's AR or VR I just yet. Think they, could, they talk yeah. about it a lot, but they haven't released anything. There's so many missed opportunities yeah. with gaming on it. Like family gaming. Yeah. It was just yeah. perfect perfect for family gaming. Well, release it. Yeah, release it. All they had to do really there, was yeah. just include Apple Arcade free for a year or two years or whatever and have a couple of exclusive controllers that work over Bluetooth or, or Wi-Fi or wherever yeah. with the Apple TV. You ever play You Don't Know Jack, like uh, the video? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Play yeah. that yeah. on My- your thing. Right. Uh, so, so, uh, so like the Apple TV, some, you know, we did, we we had that on there because uh, everybody had their iPhone and it mm-hmm. paired with the Apple TV and you could, you could use it as a right. controller. And it was awesome. And they were like, you know, why is... And then I started looking at them like, you know, Monopoly. There's no, why isn't there a Monopoly where you could come on the Apple TV and have the Monopoly board in front of you and I have, you know, and or yeah, Scrabble, know. you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a bastard stepchild for Apple. Like the Apple TV. And, and nobody's done too. this really well, which is so weird. I think, you know, um, even Nintendo type, but speaking of services here, a couple of more stories real quick here. Uh, Verizon did launch earlier last month uh, a new One Unlimited plan with uh, Apple One included. Alongside the launch of the iOS, uh, iPhone 14, they uh, they introduced the One Unlimited plan, which will include full subscription to the uh, Apple One plan that, you know, as we know, includes all the services through that Apple offers. Uh, all Verizon customers will get that, and uh, it is uh, it does, does include that. It only gives 50 gigs of storage, though, so it's a small... You know, you have to probably have to pay a little extra if you want more storage. But uh, I mean, it's more storage than you get with with the standard free plan. Yeah, and then plus, this is this is included in your plan. Their plan, yeah. depending on what that plan costs with Verizon. I don't use Verizon, so I can't. You know, yeah. I can't say. The last you know, I, I use Verizon, they they could throw in a lot of stuff and still be more expensive than. Yeah, they expensive. were just they were just stupidly expensive, and that's why I left them. And uh, any any uh. Any comments on that, Jeff? Um, there you go. More ways to, <laughs> to lock your customers in. Yep. Speaking of locking customers, this yeah. one just got released out uh, today as we record as well. Google really wants iPhone users to switch to the Pixel. Of course, Google announced the Pixel 7 <laughs> that came out. They're giving trading credits up to $1,000 if you trade in an, app, an, an iPhone to, to put towards the purchase of an a Pixel 7 or Pixel 7 Pro, which starts at $499 and $899, respectively. Uh, you'll obviously get the most value out of the, the iPhone 13 Pro Max. If you turn, trade that in, you get $900 to trade that in to go towards wow. a, a whopping uh, Pixel 7 or 7 Pro. Um, even the 10R and the 10S, you're getting $470, $410, and $415 to trade those phones in towards a pixels. I'm almost tempted just to have an Android because, uh, uh, because if I get the, you know, the seven, which starts at five ninety nine, it was, it cost me 150, 180 bucks or something like that for that phone. 
Yeah, I need a. Uh, I wonder what they'll give me for a first gen iPhone SE. Doesn't mention that. It says third yeah. gen. Oh. They're, they're giving four hundred forty dollars for the, the the third gen SE. So, I mean, hey, anybody is, interested in getting a Pixel like, Seven? Like How a free low end Pixel. Five ninety nine is the seven, and the um, eight ninety nine is the seven plus seven Pro, which is crazy. This, this is what. So the image I have in my head. Oh, can you get it for free if you trade a, like an iPhone? In? Oh, but practically, uh, if you have a if you have a one terabyte thirteen Pro, yeah, I think you can. Now, how much? How much did it give you for the thirteen Pro? Thirteen Pro is nine hundred dollars. Wait, so how yeah, much is the actual phone? Is what like the, the eight ninety nine for the Pro? So yeah, almost free. So they'll basically swap your phone. Yeah. Um, Oh, and, okay. So the image I have in my head, um, it's a Jeb Bush thing. And uh, this is Google going, please clap. <laughs> yeah. Please buy our phones. We want you to have our phone. Flip around. Oh, boy. Apple gives you like, Apple trading gives you like two bucks for like your Samsung. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, screw you. <laughs> my two, my two XL. I probably, yeah, they won't Android, you take it. I'm not here. Here's two bits for your, your note. <laughs> you give us 50 cents. Yeah. yeah we'll take uh, it. You, you can have the pixel. I don't Watch know why I'm even thinking it considering it. So. Um, all right, let's move on to the topics this week. Those were the, that was the new stories. Um, Apple did release iOS 16.0.3, which f- did some lots of fixes, including notification delays, CarPlay microphone levels. Oh, my God. Thank you. And more. Thank you. Apple today released the 16.0.3. This happened uh, Monday as we re- record this, um, right after 16.02. Uh, the biggest bug that stood out, and that was the stories, and, and the topic I talked about last week with uh, Patrice on the show was the CarPlay microphone, and people not being able to hear me when I'm talking to them. And I'm like, wait what? a minute, what? I, why can't you hear me? It's what? going through it. So then I switched my iPhone. You have in your car. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so it's uh, so I switch it to the Bluetooth uh, in in the in the uh, UConnect, and they can hear me fine. So finally fixed that. Uh, so it does import, it does fix a lot of security updates, uh, including uh, uh, the camera may be slow to launch to switch between modes. Mail was crashing on launch after receiving a malformed email. But the biggest bug, like I said, was st- that stood out was CarPlay. And they, and it, the funny thing was, I, I we never saw a lot of people complain about it because they tell me that a lot of people aren't using their CarPlay with their phone. Um, but that's crazy. Go talk. out, go out, update it. Definitely, definitely worth the update. Uh, obviously, sixteen point one will be coming out. We talk about that in just a sec here, with beta. Um, and uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, and they also released an update to um, Watch OS. Uh, that was Watch OS nine point zero point two. It also fixed the microphone issues. There was a Spotify streaming interruptions. Okay, will be. I don't. I'm not a Spotify customer. And then a lot more uh, things. Um, uh, Snooze alarm notifications uh, continue after the alarm is deleted uh, for assistive touch users. So lots of little bugs here and there. So worth uh, on the watch, getting that taken care of, get those updated. Uh, but uh, nothing else was affected other than those two. Uh, but then we move on to beta this week. Uh, 16.1 uh, beta 5 is out. Uh, Warren, what do you see this week? Anything that st- stood out for you? I don't think there is much. It's amazing. No, I, there's literally nothing I could tell you that's different. So it's a lot of the stuff we've already been talking about. Uh, um, support for live activities, uh, the interactive notification that lets you keep an eye on things happening in real time from the lock screen and on the iPhone 14 Pro with the Dynamic Island. Um, and the clean energy uh, charging feature in the United States, it's designed to selectively charge when lower carbon emission electricity is available, I think that's I feel okay. like a better citizen since I installed How How does it know? Yeah. We don't know. We never figured this it, out. It, it, it's never, it really never has said. So. It's, it's like somebody made this. I think somebody in Apple just said, add this to it and see if anybody realizes. <laughs> see if anybody yeah. actually calls us out on this BS. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So like and the, then iPad. Closed door button in elevators that doesn't do anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, uh, it, it then, does uh, something. It's just really slow at it. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Where the parachute. And iPad OS uh, sixteen point one uh, 
that uh, that was how to you notice anything on your device, uh, Jeff, as far as your iPad. It's just amazing. The, yeah, there's just it, it works. It's not allowed on Lufthansa's airline, but it's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. You guys just won't let that go. <laughs> uh, uh, iOS 16.1, you know, some of the new features are coming back. Uh, of course, that uh, the redesigned battery indicator, finally, you'll be able to see not only the percent that's in in, in the battery itself, it'll actually show the, the, the image go down as the battery starts losing its charge. Uh, we talked about iPhone having a Fitness Plus without need of a watch, Apple Watch, and uh, uh, preloading in-app content. So there's a lot of other stuff that's becoming here pretty soon here with uh, 16.1 on iOS. Uh, watch OS uh, 9.1, you notice anything worn on that? I don't think so. There's really much going on with that. It was just today, right? Or yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no? TVOS, again, they don't really but, but say much they do with TVOS. So. That, what do you think of this? It did change the, the band color. When I did it, it doesn't match your shirt. No, I know. Deal. Uh, so this is the one I ordered with the watch that I wasn't sure if I wanted or not. I put it on. It's it's kind of it's some kind of neon green ish. The beta did not change the, the watch. I did it, but okay. Just clarifying. Um, what? Uh, just out of curiosity, what what uh, version of watch does everybody have? I have still kept the series seven, eight. Morning. Eight. Okay. Oh, the the mic issue on the eight. Um, I actually did experience that, so hooray for the nine oh two update. Yeah, you're you're on what the five? Yeah, I'm still on the five. Um, I will likely, you know, I would love to get to ultra just for the size because I need big things because I'm a big guy. But right, I'm I'm not going to spend eight hundred dollars for a slightly larger watch. Not going to do it. Uh, I, I'm not doing it because we're already every month that goes by is closer to when I would probably get a new watch anyway. So um, yeah. I'm not going to do it. So I'll wait until the uh, the nine comes out or whatever they call the next one. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, uh, there was a couple stories. Of course, the iPhone 14 Plus came out, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, sorry, this. Uh, this, this uh, actually today. This was uh, published uh, as we record. Uh, an ex- a report of unexpectedly low sales for the 14 and the 14 Plus has emerged. Um, you know, they're saying that uh, the sales of both of those have been overshadowing the enthusiastic response of the Pro. What a surprise! Um, and uh, uh, there's the single. Yeah, they're down almost 38 percent versus the 13 in the same time last year. So yeah, they really have. I think they've really put a lot of models out there, and people are realizing that the Pro is, uh, is a pretty good, pretty good iPhone. I think the the normal one was just a decoy from Apple to get people to buy the, the Pro. Well, I think a lot of people that already had 12s and 13s just kind of looked at it and said, you know what, my phone is still doing everything I need it to do. Right. Why am I going to spend a thousand dollars for another phone that has a slightly better camera? But if people are still buying the Pro over this, Apple's, you know, they're they're losing a they're losing a sale. <laughs> they, they say they're I don't they're they're not they're losing a sale on their lower lower end phone, but getting the sale on their upper end phone. So well, not necessarily, but the the, the thing is, Apple has a retention rate with the iPhone that is the envy of every other manufacturer that's out there. Typically, mm-hmm. if and yeah, and you can see it with what Google's trying to do to to bribe people to to come and and buy the Pixel. Once people use an iPhone, they eighty five percent of them, I think it was the last time I checked, eighty five percent of them, their next phone is going to be another iPhone. But if and there, are- there's no other there's no other manufacturer out there, uh, even you know Android phones in mass don't have that kind of retention rate. But if people are buying the, you know, the, it's not like people are not buying the 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 non-pro and then just not buying Apple if they're looking to buy. So I mean, they're, you know, Tim Cook is a is a came from he's an inventory specialist, so he's not cooking out the regular iPhones as much. Uh, so he, it's not like they have a warehouse full of them, I don't think. And you know, the worst that's happening is instead of buying the lower-end phone, 
they're either not buying a phone this year or they're getting the expensive phone. So, yeah, I mean, I waited. I, I didn't buy a phone but, this year. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think this hurts Apple, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I don't think this is a bad story for Apple. I think this is, they could. Well, they could it, it hurts. Like it that, is, well, remember as well that we don't really know how many have actually been sold. There you go. This is all now speculation. Oh, yeah. Again, yeah, this is all speculation. Because Apple analysts, we haven't done this information for years and years and years. And every year, Apple gets more valuable and valuable. So it doesn't, you know, yeah. we don't, we don't need to know. It doesn't but when matter. This story, when this story first came out, uh, Apple's stock actually went down. Right. And, but, you know, and at the end whether of the year, that was manipulation, you know, conspiracy corner, if this was manipulation by analysts to, to drive the year. stock price down that a little bit. happens every year. Every year happens. And then every year Apple says we made more money than the year before. So that that this could happen as many times during the year as, as, as it needs to happen, this up and down and, you know, people you know, buying or selling a stock. But at the end, if Apple is making more money, then then the, the cycle continues. Yeah. Okay. Let's so uh, keep ahead. in mind, Apple's really good at this. They can estimate really well what people are going to buy. And what happens every year is that uh, they they do their production estimates based on what they're pretty sure is going to happen. And then once all the models come out, then they do a, a readjustment to account for uh, current sales and then projected sales based on that. So every year, there's going to be a phone that comes out that uh, they scale back production on a little bit because another model is going to be selling better. And every year we get a story about this model has disappointing sales. Apple blew it and prices and stock goes down. Right. But the, there hasn't been any year that Apple has ever said, or we could fathom that Apple would ever say that they lost their iPhone business lost money this year. Well, they, they, they never year. lose money. They just don't have as many sales as the year before. And the right, big difference right, right. between previous years and now is in previous, like over the last couple of years, it's been the iPhone mini that was kind of the sales disappointment. But the the main phone and, and the pros were, were selling great. This right. year, they don't have well, the mini. And let me finish. It, this year, they don't have the mini. And it's the it's the the regular iPhone line that is, according to analysts, not selling as as well as possibly expected, and the pro line is is the one that's selling very very well, and the it's it's not hard to see why because there's not that much difference between the thirteen and the fourteen. So a lot yeah. of the people that buy phones every single year are saying, eh, maybe I don't have to do it this year. But guy, the the only way Apple's going to ever lose on this deal is if they have warehouses filled with product. That's right, but they don't. They don't exactly. So they're throughout their history or the iPhone history, they haven't really took a hit on any decision they made or what people are going to buy or whether the mini yeah. was a flop or or not or you know anything like that. Because if it was, they would have it would be like the, the Atari ET cartridge where nobody just bought it and they had to like dump these funds somewhere. They're otherwise, they're, otherwise they're not losing money. Well, the better analogy might be the Atari seventy eight hundred. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, we're getting, we're getting, we're kind of getting down <laughs> to the weeds here. Yeah, you're going down, you're going okay. down a rabbit hole here. Let's. I, I had the twenty six. I wanted to. I wanted to talk real quick about let's going down a little bit of memory lane here about the evolution of the iPhone display bezels and the notch because obviously we. We have the uh, Dynamic Island that came out on the Pro 14 Pro, which is uh, a new revolution. But uh, we think back to five years ago in September of this year, of 2022, it was marking the fifth anniversary when the iPhone 10 came out. And uh, and I think all of us, some of us here owned that phone. I, think, I believe you did, Jeff, as well, for a while, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the 10. And the 10 was probably one of the more revolutionary uh, innovations of their model in a long time. They really made it's always going to be remembered as a phone that you'd said you weren't going to get and you got it yeah exactly and i ended up getting it anyway yeah, well, um but um the, the moniker of this uh, model of the model yeah, yeah uh well it was only because of the size but that but anyway uh, so 
kind of looking back to the way things evolved, you know, we remember the thick bezel era when, when you had the, the 4S, the 5S, the 6, 6S, 6S Pro and so on and so forth. The bezels were, were, were there and we were used to them. And, and then the Touch ID came out in 2013. But then uh, when the 10 came out, then we had the notch. And then everybody was in uproar a while. But my God, there's a notch on the screen. So, <laughs> I, I, I mean, oh, I, and then, and then, and then uh, when that happened, and then the notch got a little smaller uh, on the iPhone 12. And then now we have Diamantic Island. So where, where do you think, Jeff, where do you see where, where things went? I mean, you've, you've obviously owned, as many of us have owned all these iPhones over the years. Uh, the bezel, I think we were just so used to it, you know. Well, how how did you see the change when it went from the bezel uh, to the iPhone 10 with the the notch? Getting rid of the bezel was uh, actually really nice because we uh, we had more usable surface space on the phone, right? And uh, and and I think that was uh, uh, a a big game changer for Apple as far as displays go because now they didn't have to work around. Um, a big notch at the or bezel at the top for all those sensors, and they didn't have to deal with the big bezel at the bottom for a Touch ID button. So uh, it, it was like getting, uh, from Apple's perspective, a nice uh, upgrade without having to sacrifice on uh, on physical size. Right, right. So what do you think? I you you own a number of iPhones over the years, and you had ones with with the bezel and then the notch. Where where, where did you see? Uh, uh, I you actually feel when, went when from the eight to an SE. I, I was rocking an SE for a couple of years, and then I went to the thirteen. But the fact that there was a notch on you know the the ten and up was never really a factor in my not buying a new phone. Um, it it mm-hmm. was kind of a non-issue for me. I think that uh, most people went into it because it was something new and it was taking away from existing screen real estate. But I, mm-hmm. I really, I really don't think it was that big of a deal. I think it was mostly people just looking for something to complain about. Yeah, I, I think most people didn't even really notice the notch. Like or wouldn't users. have, or wouldn't have if or, or there weren't have. all the yeah. stories. Yeah. I, and it's the same with the, with the Mac, uh, uh, the Mac laptops where I, I know people that, they got an M1 Mac and had no idea there was a notch. Yeah. Cause they yeah, don't have an entire menu bar filled with all kinds of little utilities. Like so they, many they, they don't have do. issues like us. Yeah. Yeah. And when we have well, issues, wait, boy, howdy. Yeah. Boy, howdy, howdy. Uh, uh, Brett, and that's in our YouTube chat, uh, youtube.com slash in touch with iOS. He uh, says he dislikes the, the notch. It's such a weird choice for a company that have, Wants to display your content and get get out of the way. I, I mean, would we yes, all prefer? I, I think we would all prefer no notch if we had to choose, um, right? Well, when Apple feels like they have the technology really nailed down to give us the features that we need without having any type of notch or or uh, dynamic island, then that will all go away. Right. Yeah. So like Samsung is claiming they put all this underneath the glass is what they're saying. So the last I heard was the you could even though it was underneath the display, you could kind of still see the blurry, like a like an a you could kind of see the imprint of where it is. I mean you still mm-hmm. notice it. It's just not, you know, it's not a black dot like on the iPhone. So um right. but but yeah, yeah, I guess you know, I agree with you. Once they think that it's going to not do anything stupid like that. They'll, they'll do it. Or, I mean, they, they just announced last week that they have no plans to put the, uh, touch ID back on the iPhone. And, um, um, that's, that sucks because, you know, the, you know, the touch ID was, you know, just great on the, I have the iPad mini and the, the touch ID is great on that thing. So that yeah. would have been a cool thing too, but. So, so that leads us into Dynamic Island, and I think Dynamic Island is, was just, was we, we came out of left field to, for all of us following iPhone and Apple. Uh, I think it's something that's kind of exciting to see where it goes. I mean, right now it's only on the Pro Series models, but uh, 
going to anticipate that when the iPhone 15 comes out, they're going to put it across the board because they're, they're obviously seeing a lot of people are saying great things about it and like it. As the third-party app developers start taking advantage of using the Dynamic On, I think it's going to be something interesting to see. Um, and, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes here. Uh, but it, what is next? You know, there was there were rumors of having just a pill-shaped hole cut out. Uh, and, and when they were rumoring, that was kind of funny. They were talking about um, when they were talking about that. So uh, that I think was next. Uh, it's going to be the no, nothing. I mean, I, yeah. I'm hoping. There you I'm go. This, More nailed it. I'm next hoping this is, is the last. Nothing. The last iteration of trying to hide this thing is this is this is it. And, and again, yeah. that's what they're doing is trying to you know. Trying to hide the fact that we have all these cameras in order to do this great face ID thing. That's why I brought up the touch ID because mm-hmm. the notch would be gone if if you had a touch ID phone. The notch would be gone for I think like an iPad. I could be wrong on that because like the iPad Mini doesn't have the notch and has a touch ID. So right. my thinking is, an iPhone that had the touch ID and did not have face ID wouldn't need a notch. But I could be wrong. Yeah, probably um, the bigger right. problem is the the microphone because you can't put a microphone behind glass and expect it to be able to pick up much. So there needs Again, to be. The iPad Mini has. I mean, that also doesn't doesn't have a notch, and it's got the microphone. Yeah, well, but the the iPads and iPhones aren't the same kind of devices. You can you can do a lot with a device the size of an iPad that you can't get away from in a phone where you want to have the smallest possible bezels that you, that you can. So I don't know. I don't know if the notch will, will go away entirely since they'll, they'll need to put at least the microphone someplace where it's not going to be muffled due to being covered by glass or something. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, I got a couple tips here in an app before we wrap up the show for this week. There's a listener tip actually, uh, talking to a friend of mine, the listener, he, he, and, and listener, he, uh, he, uh, had a bit of a problem when he upgraded from his iPhone 11 to his iPhone 14 pro max. Um, he had installed a VPN and in this case it was Norton 360. I tried not to laugh. I, I love you, buddy, but uh, <laughs> I don't understand why you have that installed. He had Norton 360 because it was a free, you know, you get licensing for it. Yeah, everybody so uses it McAfee. Up. Yeah. Yeah. McAfee too. Uh, so he had the VPN. <laughs> he had the VPN installed. That's a joke, uh, people. It's a joke. I know. That's why I try to laugh and move on here. Uh, so Norton, uh, so, uh, he had it installed, and when he went to go restore it, and he was using iCloud to restore um, the, to the iPhone 14 Pro Max, it was stalled. And I went, hmm, I wonder why. Well, the VPN was trying to connect because it also brought over the, the, the Norton 360 app as it as it copied over all the, the apps from, from the restore. So be aware and make sure that you uninstall a VPN, any VPN software for that matter, uh, before you do a restore from one phone to another, because uh, can I offer uh, an alternative fix that may yes. work for many people? Yes. Um, double check the settings for your VPN that that you have on your iPhone, and make sure that it's not set to auto uh, activate right. on whatever. Well, you could just set it so it can't auto activate. But if you like to have it auto activate, make sure it's set so that it excludes your trusted networks. So like, I'm assuming you're doing this at home. So you make sure that your home network is trusted and then have your VPN not activate when, uh, when you're on your home network. I only found a use for a VPN on my iOS, uh, on my iPhone after 10 years. And it's to watch uh, the football games. uh, Cause I have, uh, I bought when my son was overseas, we bought him the uh, package that you can get. Or overseas watching the NFL games, and mm-hmm. so, so while he was in Dublin, he could watch NFL. So now he's home; he's on Dublin anymore. But I'm continuing that, so now I could connect my VPN on on iOS and uh, go to Directv yep. app and watch all the football games and cast it over. Oh, you, I, we're in London. I, so. I'm a big proponent of VPNs. I use TunnelBear. And uh, if it doesn't matter which device I have, iPhone, iPad, or Mac, if I go onto a public network, my uh, VPN activates. 
Some yep. do you guys sometimes get like some of your apps or in like mail freaking out like where the hell am I now? And it, it, no. that's why like I know mail does sometimes I'll get like um well, that's a whole other thing, but sometimes I'll get issues opening up mail and certainly Microsoft locks me out sometimes right away. Yep. Because I think I I get, I get that with a lot of the content providers. It's like you're you're not in an area that they expect you to be in. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. I get and so I you're get obviously a criminal. I get locked out of yep. Microsoft every so often if I turn on a VPN here, uh, because I think I time I'm Doctor Who and I time travel and I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's turn off this guy's uh Yeah, you and I use uh, I use Surfshark, which actually works pretty well. Um, I got it on the Mac, and I've been try- trying it on the on iOS and iPadOS from time to time. So. Setup has a free. Uh, it's, I use the one that comes with Setup, and it's yeah, they have one too. and it gives you uh, on iOS too. Except yep. uh, um, that's the one bug I found on uh, the Mac uh, with that is even after you turn off the VPN, and and the VPN looks like it's off in. Um, to set up VPN, which is, I forget what it's called, but they'll turn it off. But if you go into the Mac uh, network preferences under uh, VPNs, it's still on. So you'll get like crappy performance. You're like, what, you know, what the hell? I'm like getting right. two megabytes per second. So uh, one more tip and another app for a wrap up here. Uh, your, uh, your quick access contents in the share sheets, sometimes you want to remove them. And uh, also the Siri and Apple suggestions. A lot of people don't like that. There's a way to turn that off. And the way you could do that is you go into settings and then go under Siri and search. And then under suggestions from Apple, uh, you can turn off where it says show when sharing. Uh, I've got, we'll have a screenshot in the, show, in the show notes for that. And a lot of times people don't even like that. It is kind of annoying that, that, that uh, it shows that sometimes and you may not want it. So you have those choices to be able to turn that off. So. Um, check that out because uh, you know sometimes you don't want quick contacts. You don't want uh, showing that with sharing. So there you go. Last thing is I want to talk about an app real quick. Uh, One Password just announced uh, today as we record this uh, that they have the version for Apple Watch. It's releasing with new features and complications. Um, it now gives a customizable access to nearly anything in the One Password account, even when you don't have their iPhone or an internet connection. Uh, so it, they did rebuild the app and brings full support with watch face complications. Um, and we've got a link uh, to the Agile Bits blog and talks about it. Uh, it's now offering complications that you can configure for quick access for, to, to nearly any kind of information from your 1Password account. Keeps uh, your booking code handy when you're traveling, a complication uh, for your current watch face so you can get into a, into it in a single tap. Always uh, logging into a particular account for works so that need you to give two-factor code. Well, you can get that pin from your watch face at a glance. So looks like they've done some real cool things. It just just came out today as we recorded, so I haven't had a chance to play with it much. But uh, going to be you downloading it. You can't copy it. and paste from your watch. Though. That's, that's the problem. Well, it's more yeah. reference. So you have it right there. You know, when you need to look something up, you know, want to have to pull out your phone real quick and you know. Right, but if it's a password. code that you've got to copy in that it's texting you, then do you got to go on a phone or a laptop to get that? But yeah. That's cool. So we'll, we'll definitely check that out. And uh, we always like to support 1Password. We like 1Password. I, I, I think many of us here have been subscribers for a long time. Or, mm-hmm. or have owned the app and now have a subscription with them. I don't find and them to be terribly expensive. It's 59 what, 50, 59 bucks a year? I have you know, no idea like, what it costs. Whatever I'm paying, it's worth it. Yeah, whatever paying, it's worth it. Yeah, I don't even think about it, honestly. I might see when the bill comes. Like, okay, cool. Just take care of it, so... All right. I think we talked about a lot of stuff this week, uh, covered some great things. Thank you all for some some great uh, stuff that we've done. So let's go ahead and wrap up for this week. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchbios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchbios. Support the show by buying me a coffee at intouchbios.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You also can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash intouchbios. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you're notified when we are live streaming, which is usually uh, on uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash intouchbios, where you can watch the live stream as well as the recorded stream as and listen to past shows. Visit In Touch with iOS Magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discussed are flipped into the magazine. The link is in our show notes. You can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcatcher, including Mimir, Pocket Pass, and Overcast, and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. 
I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. That's Cheryl. Thank you for being here and coming on the show this week. Please tell everybody where you can find you. You can find me over on the MyMac.com podcast with Gazmaz. Uh, Twitter is MacParrot and or VertShark. Uh, the Vert Shark channel over on YouTube is where you can see all of the vids. And eventually I will fix the Vert Shark website so that you can see all the odds of vids there as well. Uh, the Guy's Daily Drive, where I drive in my car and say stuff, which is weird, but I do it anyway. And uh, that's about it. That's what I do. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And uh, Jeff Gamut, as always, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Where can people find you? It's always a pleasure to get to be here. I, I enjoy hanging out with all of you. Um, so where can you find me? Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Jay Gamut on all of those. Uh, most Tuesdays on Mac Voices Live. Thursdays on The Big Show. Most Thursday evenings here hanging out with all of you awesome people. Fridays on The Mac Show. And then also on The Context Machine with Brian Chaffin. And as we record, uh, a new episode dropped just a few hours ago. So it's out there ready for you. Thank you. Ready to listen. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff. And uh, Warren Sklar, thank you for being here as always. Where can people find you? Um, in my hole. Uh, and on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and with you. Uh, for, for, for the most part. Good to be here. Good to see you guys. Yes. Thank you for being here. And thank you for listening. And for people who are in the chat room at uh, youtube.com slash iOS. We really appreciate you talking with us this week. And uh, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll talk again soon.